And welcome to another beautiful evening on the uh, the bridge here on a Tuesday night. It's the 8160 with Chris Aguirre. And as hot we, evening. It is a very hot evening. As we wrap up Podcaster Month here on yeah. the 8160. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, to the 8160. This is our third and final week of podcasting. Uh, we started off with... Um, iconic who we start with? Yes, the Iconic Class of Things, which is amazing this week. Uh, John Evans sits down sits down with Mayor Sly James and talks. It's a great podcast, the Iconoclast of Things. If you're into podcast or if you like this city, you should check it out. <laughs> and then uh, our good. friends from the Chalkboard podcast came in. They recently impressed me with their coverage of Middle of the Map Fest and also Boulevardia. And uh, they like lists, and who doesn't like lists? And so we had them come in <laughs> and hang out. And then today we are joined by the young and it's such a good word. I, I think I used it on the Facebooks. The indefatigable oh. young Aaron Rhodes is joining us. Uh, say hi, Aaron. Hi. Uh, Aaron has a blog called Shuttlecock Music Magazine. And then because he didn't do enough things already, he started a, a podcast Yeah. of the same name where he invites different people into, is that your home? Uh, yeah. Into your home once a week. And sits down and does a podcast with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Last year, Aaron joined us when we had bloggers in. Uh, we did that in July. Uh, I don't know what we'll do next July. Yeah. That We'll figure that Whatever out. Whatever it is, I'll start doing that okay. so I can be involved in Just that Just give month. us a heads up <laughs> what you're going to start doing. Yeah. And then, and uh, about, yeah, that's a good idea. like, an auto show. <laughs> uh, just auto shows or something. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I am excited for August. Do you like cars? No, not really. They're kind of just <laughs> frustrating for me most of the time. That's, That's why I write about music. I know cars or science or math. Oh, whoa. Hey, hey. <laughs> science. You just group Oh, no, no. Of... It's all important stuff, oh, but okay. I, it's just nothing I, I know about or have. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, a programming note in August, I'm really excited about this. It's going to be promoter month on the show. We're going to start off with Mike Ducharme from AEG in the Midland. Then Frank Hicks from the down at the Knuckleheads, and then uh, Pat Fielder from Mammoth Productions, Jackie Becker from Eleven Productions, and then we'll end with Brett Mosman from Pipeline Productions and Crossroads KC. And it's going to be fascinating. Five weeks of different promoters hanging out, and everybody likes to know how the sausage is made. Yes. And hear about all the writers and silly stuff like that. So we're going to try and uh, without you know getting anyone in trouble, have those sorts of fun conversations over the next five weeks in August at 6 o'clock right here on your dial at 90.9 The Bridge. I'm looking forward to it. But today, our our young friend Aaron Rhodes, again, he's been here before, and it happened to be uh, a week where John Hart was in, and we played some really interesting music for John Hart's taste. And uh, Aaron has a different taste in music, definitely, than I do, and way different than Sarah does. And but we're going to hear some of his picks this week on the show. He has a big showcase coming up. Tell us about your showcase. Yeah, that's um, it's on first Friday, August fourth, at Mills Record Company. It's at six p.m. It's a free all ages show, and I like doing these uh, record store shows like a couple times a year just to uh, show people who I've like local acts who I've really been into lately and. For a lot of them, it's like some of their first shows. Like I try to focus on really new acts that you probably don't see all the time. So that you definitely don't see Absolutely. all the time. Absolutely, yeah. You so. make me feel like I'm a, I'm <laughs> I'm sleeping on it all. Like I'm, 
But uh, what's so, it's so exciting to see all these names on this list? This I was like, I have no idea. Yeah, there's so many. This is so awesome. In your segment, and then after your after your segment, there's so many new bands are playing today. Um, but let's talk about your weekend. Uh, people think that I go to a lot of shows, and they have no idea how many shows you might go to. Uh, on Friday night, you were at the coat hanger show at the Riot Room. I wasn't. You I weren't. At a girl uh, that's been taking photos for the site was there. But so that's how it, you it ended it. up on the website. There's multiple. There's multiple <laughs> versions of you. Were you out on Friday night? Um, I, I might have been at a punk show. I'm not sure. I well Saturday night uh, then you were out at Flyover. I was at Providence Amphitheater. Gucci Mane, Ray Strummer, Lil Uzi Vert. How was that? Um, like. I, I had a, a really fun time until, uh, like, I was under the impression that Gucci Mane wasn't going to be able to play since it was raining so hard. So Yeah, if you I haven't forgot, early. it torrential downpoured. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100,000 people lost power. Uh, we were talking before the show. I was down at Revolution Records at Instant Karma's EP release show. They were with us last week. And third song into the set, boo, power goes out. And then it was cool. Somebody grabbed an acoustic guitar and started playing Rolling Stones. You can't always get what you want. <laughs> and then we all kind of stood inside until we wanted to jump into the rain. And then we all went home. Aww. I heard the same thing happened at the Brick. Uh, they lost power there. Um, but that was a fun show for you out at Providence. Yeah, I, I had fun while I was there. But I was very upset to not see Gucci. But he'll he'll be back pretty soon. So. Yeah, it's a big it's a bold move I think to do that big of a hip hop show. Uh, where there was no ramp up, you know what I mean? Yeah. You jumped in with A-listers, and it, it worked. It's yeah, awesome yeah. that it worked. And they, yeah, I read that they'll like 100% be doing it next year, so yeah. I'm excited to see who they bring. And I know oh, you'll be talking to Pat, so yep. he played a big part in booking yeah. that, so that'll be a fun to hear Pat's about. Pat's one of the promoters in Promoter Month in August with us. And then on Sunday, you went to the Blind Tiger yeah. to see a punk show. Mm. And this is what's admirable. It's like... 12:45, and you're on Facebook saying, "Hey, this band's about to start. Get down here." <laughs> and it, it's 12:45 on a school night, uh, and it's a band that most people have never heard of at the Blind Tiger, which most people aren't familiar with. Yeah. And you're in, trying to get people to come down there. And I'm so reminded of my own youth, not of that much. You're way far ahead of where I was at 20, but it, I, it's so awesome. I love it so much, uh, your passion for it and how you work so hard for it to spread the word of all these great, not just local bands, but some, you know, you're into the punk stuff, you're into the stuff a little harder, and uh, DIY stuff as well. Mm. When, when, you're, when you're looking up for DIY shows, DIY bands, what's your, what are your resources? Where do you look to find... Because I was checking out your calendar on oh. your blog, which is great. Uh, and you have venues on there I've never heard of. Yeah. So um, almost every DIY, like, punk show or hardcore show is based, like, solely around the Facebook event. and That goes up three days before the show? Uh, <laughs> at, at, at the worst. But, some like, it, it's not unusual for it to be like two or three weeks out and right. you hear about a show but sometimes they're like a few months ahead you know as, as a person that's not a millennial that is always trying to cater to millennials uh, as far as marketing messages go it's interesting that that's where it lives that if it, if it really lives on facebook for because you hear that people your age 20 yep. are turning away from that a little bit no yeah it's like only the punk shows that like like all the like all the hip-hop shows that are like 
like most of the smaller hip hop shows I go to are like all local shows because like like hip hop acts aren't really touring DIY most of the time right now sure. since there's a lot more money to be made in that genre. But um yeah, like I don't know why the punks really are just stuck to Facebook right now, but I guess it's more convenient when you're planning events cuz like you can't set up an event page on Twitter. Yeah. Or SoundCloud. Yeah. Uh, unless you ask Chance, he could probably make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> um so how long have you been doing the podcast uh, and then how long have you been doing the blog? Uh, so I just released the 10th episode of the podcast uh, this morning. So it's been a little over two months that I've been cool. doing the podcast. And it's been uh, like two, a little over two years for the blog. Uh, two podcasts ago, you sat down with one of my favorite people in the entire world, Bill Brownlee, yeah. uh, who writes for Inc. Yeah. and The Star. Uh, he has a segment he does every week on KCUR. And uh, been blogging since blogging was a word. Yeah, he's OG. 80 minutes, 84 minutes, Yeah, you guys sit there and talk. And uh, there, there's so many good stories. And then uh, I, I sent you a message how there's so many more he yeah, didn't get to Yeah, now I need a part two. You told me all these crazy things. <laughs> and I'm like, I need to have him back. Uh, but definitely, it's worth it's worth checking out. Tell people where they can find your blog and your podcast for Shuttlecock Music Magazine. Yeah, the the website is shuttlecockmusic.com and at shuttlecockmag on all the social media, and uh, the podcast is available. Uh, there's links to it on the website, but you can find it on YouTube and iTunes. So you, you mentioned earlier in the show you're getting ready for a big showcase. You're trying to do a couple a year. This one's August 4th. For, that's first Friday, August 4th, yep. at Mills Records, right at Broadway and Westport Road. And uh, the, we're going to play some music from a few of the acts you've picked out for that showcase. Uh, the first, we're going to hear music from Solomon. Uh, tell us about Solomon. Uh, yeah, Solomon is, he's a Kansas City rapper, pretty young guy. I'm pretty sure he's, like, just out of high school, so, or maybe still in high school. But uh, he, I don't know, he just kind of popped up on my Twitter within the last, like, several months, and, like, he's just kind of connected to like some of the uh rappers i've been covering for a while now but do he people has... come at you and say hey man listen to this write about me yeah a lot yeah but um yeah. i don't think he even had done that to my knowledge but uh yeah i just found him like kind of through mutual connections and yeah he makes just really fun bouncy hip-hop but it, it you know there's occasionally like a little edge to it so yeah uh he's he's a cool act and he's part of a collective called no alternatives so he has a few friends who are putting out music cool. as well well this is 8160 and we're joined this week again by young aaron rhodes he's 20 years old and he's doing so many cool things for the kansas city music community again he's hosting a showcase at mills records free on august 4th one of the acts on the bill is solomon and here's music from solomon this song is called shoot my shot Sailor about the flex. Yeah, yeah. Rummy, shoot, rummy, ah, rummy, rummy, shoot my shot, rummy, ooh, rummy, ah, rummy, rummy, shoot my shot, rummy, yeah. Why me, yeah, why me, uh, why me, 
me, shoot my shot. Why me, ooh, why me, ah, why me, why me, shoot my shot. Why me, yeah. Solomon, Solomon, Solomon. Why me, why me.
to just do what you have got to do But I want more I want more I want more Tell me what's in store Is it more than this? Give me a little bit more That was music from Tommy Strasser. The song was called I Want More. Tommy is part of the Shuttlecock Music Showcase happening at Mills Records on first Friday, August 4th. And uh, we're, jo- we're joined this week by Aaron Rhodes, who is the owner, curator, blogger, writer, everything at Shuttlecock Music Magazine. Yeah. And it does sound like you have some help as well. Some Yeah, occasionally. Like a, I have a, you know, a handful of people who will like do like shoot shows and do a little write-up. So right. it's nice to have. Um there's so many times when I'm at a show before I really knew who you were, I, I would see you at those shows. And, uh, I wondered a lot of times how, how you got in and, uh, ha- has there been a show that you really wanted to go to that you weren't able to get into? Um, have you ever wanted to go to a show at Harrah's? Cause that's like, not too bad. I think that's the hardest thing. Yeah. Um, Laws I, I've stuff. never, I've never gone there and tried, but, yeah. um, you are 20. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. So um, there, there were shows at, like, the Riot Room maybe a little over a year ago yeah. where, like, people didn't really know what I did. And they're like, why is this, like, 19, 20-year-old trying to get in here? Like, right. you know, get out of here. But uh, re- recently I've, I've, you know, I've met a lot of people who help me out when they can. And uh, it's not quite as challenging anymore. So that's w- nice. When you're plotting your night... At this point where you've built up a name for yourself, your blog, Shuttlecock Music Magazine, and your podcast now, um, a few months in, do you, how do you pick where you're going, and then do you feel like you need to be at some shows just because everyone's talking about those shows? Um, like, occasionally, like, honestly, I, I feel like maybe, like, three-fourths of the shows, maybe even more of the shows... Um, I go to, like, I would just be going to if I had a blog or not. Sure. But, um, yeah, occasionally, you know, I'm like, oh, if that band's releasing an album and it's a good album and maybe I should be there, but it just really depends on, you know, how busy I am that week and if there's another show I'm giving priority, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I, I, I mentioned at the top, you're, you are a young man and have a lot of energy and are putting it towards all these cool things. Your ultimate motivation in this is, is what? Um, I would like to, you know, have a very, like, a widely known Kansas City music publication and uh, just To be Kansas to, City's Brooklyn vegan. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that like I really, I really do um, appreciate the Brooklyn Vegan for like just how prolific. Like their their blog has probably like twenty posts a day. It's awesome. And like yeah. I'm, I'm not saying I need to be posting twenty things a day, but to be constantly putting in that effort. Like you're constantly churning content though. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, you're at shows and then you're posting photos of the shows you went to, and now you've got a podcast. Yeah, uh, it's 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 admirable. Uh, again, tell people at home, Shuttlecock Music Magazine, where they can follow you. Yeah, it's uh, shuttlecockmusic.com, and you can follow at shuttlecockmag on Twitter and Instagram and, like, on Facebook. One of the things you've talked about um, and posted about on Twitter, and it's it's an interesting uh, conversation I've had with a lot of different people in the music community, is you believe that we shouldn't hold kid gloves to everything and just talk about the positive things. Yeah. You think that uh, people should be sharper with how they handle some pe- some things in the local music community. Yeah, talk about that a little bit. Uh, so and then I'll give a rebuttal. Oh yeah, uh, the way I view it right now is that I'm not gonna like. There's so much good music happening in Kansas City and Lawrence where I'm not gonna go seek out a show that I know I'm not gonna like. Sure. And write about it because that would be obnoxious and right. a waste of time to an extent. So um, I go to shows that I think I'm going to enjoy, and and at this point I'm not writing about music that I don't like yet, like albums and stuff. Sure. So I'll, I go to shows that I think I'm going to enjoy based on hearing the band in the past or like recommendations and stuff, and if I don't like it, I'm going to tell you why and try to articulate as that as well as I can. And an, an overwhelming majority of the concert reviews and stuff that I do are positive right but um i feel like if you don't like if someone like if you're saying every show you go to is great or at least very good you're probably if you go to shows on that if you're going to shows that often you're maybe lying at some point i don't know like because if if i'm not telling you when something isn't good like how are you going to build trust in my word when i'm telling you that something is good well, yeah, that, that's real. And, I mean, if people look to you the same way they perhaps look to this show and definitely this station as a filter to play what is good, yeah. is, is next, uh, we think you should be listening to, and you trust in us, so we, we are uh, a tastemaker, um, there's definitely validity to, the, validity, validity to that. Yeah. But the thing that has always bothered me was um, sometimes people in the past that got too critical, I think, of a, a local act, mm-hmm. Kansas City Act, and there's no, there's nothing to be gained by by destroying someone. You know, the Kansas City musicians, even the most successful of them, are out there grinding it out to get any money at all to record a record, and then to gig, and then to you know, God willing, try and tour. Um, I think you know, chopping them off, chopping up them off at the knee doesn't help anything. But I can understand. Um, I'm older and I'm more jaded, and then, <laughs> and but I I appreciate the sentiment. Because uh, there is, it is a true statement. Yeah. If you say it's all good, and then people go to something that you said was good, and they're like, D- 
dude, what is this? Uh, it can get a little hairy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I've seen you posting about that, and I just wanted to bring that up. Um, I guess before we play another song, uh, it, you know, of all the things you're listening to, is are there a couple Casey acts, Lawrence acts, that you wish would become not even just a household name, but a Kansas City household name, like another another Radkey or another Making Movies or another uh, a band that has traction in Kansas City, another Katie Gein and the girls. Are, are there any acts that you wish you could push fast forward on and somehow they would get there? Um, I wish all of the acts I write about. That's a very diplomatic Chris. answer <laughs> after the last question. <laughs> trying to get people upset at <laughs> me. Critical. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're, like, uh, rap-wise, like, Aaron Alexander and Rory Fresco are both, like, super talented acts that have put in a ton of work already, and I think that uh, they should be, you know, getting more shows. And That like, was my first interaction with you mm-hmm. uh, about Rory. I had posted something about Rory on the Facebooks, and then you commented and say, now all the old guys are getting into Rory. <laughs> oh, man, I was being very obnoxious <laughs> like a year or so ago. I'm working on it. <laughs> in case you don't know the story of Rory Fresco, there's a great article in Inc. a couple years ago. Uh, Rory had a song on SoundCloud that was one song after a Kanye song, Real Friends. Yeah. So if you let if you listen to Kanye and then you let it play one one song, after that you heard Roy Fresco's song, yeah. and it had just a ridiculous amount of plays, got him all sorts of notoriety, got him a contract with Epic Records. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's still in the works or not, but um, a crazy story all about logarithm, uh, just you know math, just yeah. code. It all just worked in his favor, but uh, you were definitely the first onto him that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you are hosting a showcase this weekend at Mills Records, Friday night. Uh, we're going to hear music from another one of the acts on that lineup. Uh, we're going to hear music from Itty Vice. That's spelled I-D-D-Y Vice. Tell us about Itty Vice. Uh, yeah, Itty Vice. Um, I first heard him uh, sometime last year. And, like, really on it, like, he doesn't get really discussed at all, like, on, like, Kansas City hip-hop Twitter, you know or like by any like music media really that I know, but he's just a a very talented rapper and he kind of adopts some of the elements of like British grime hip hop, like Skepta and all those rappers. But he also incorporates, you know, some American hip hop elements and it's just really like quick gritty stuff. And I'm excited. I haven't seen him even perform yet, but he'll be playing the show. Again, this is the A160, and we're joined this week by Aaron Rhodes of Shuttlecock Music Magazine and Podcast. You can look that up on the Facebook or Twitter, and you'll get to their Shuttlecock Music Magazine. Uh, we're going to hear music from Itty Vice, who's playing a showcase this Friday, or next Friday, actually, at Mills Records. That's August 4th. Here's the music, Itty Vice.
drugs, pranking on Livity.
brand new music from a band called The Unforgiven Five. The song is called Soaring Metal. Uh, the demo came out earlier this month. It was brought to us by our friend that's joining us in studio today, a podcaster, a blogger, a music aficionado at the young age of 20 years old, Aaron Rhodes. How are you? Good. It sounds like I'm fixated <laughs> on the 20 thing, but I, I am. You like, are. You totally it's just so <laughs> you, cool. You always are, Chris. It's cool. What we you're doing it. at 20 yeah. is so cool. Thank you. If there are you and like the Hank Weidels yeah. of Mammoth and So Far and Balcony TV and Peyton Merrick, who works for the Greeting Committee, and she, you know, she's all around the map uh, at sold out shows every night working with her band. Uh, I think she's 19. Like there, there's this little group of y'all that are blowing my mind. They're blowing my mind, and uh, thank you for that. Uh, that's the one thing that is cool about this show, and we, that we've said about the other podcasters is me and Sarah and this station, and hopefully most of our listeners appreciate the, this city, and we like people that work hard to make the city cooler. And that's what you're doing. Thank you for doing that. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, as we've said, he is hosting a showcase at Mills Records on first Friday, August fourth. Uh, four bands playing it, Tommy Strasser, Solomon, Eddie Vice, who we heard a second ago, and then Throat Breach, yes. which we did not play. Yeah. If you like the death metal, <laughs> the death metal, <laughs> go see them. Uh, they have very long, driving death metal songs. It's not a band name. He, he was referring to the genre. <laughs> um, which, which leads me to a segue. Uh, I, was, I, wanted, I wanted to ask you what the craziest entrance story you had was. And I remember running into you outside of Death Heaven, mm-hmm. which is a death metal band that we both love, maybe black metal band. And uh, they were opening for Anthrax, yeah. I think, at Midland. And I saw you outside, and then you didn't know how you were going to get in, and you got in. Yeah. It, how did you get in? It, 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 don't say something, I'll get you in trouble. But like, if Oh, no, um, I, I found someone from Death Heaven. You carried gear I, or something? No, I just asked him if they had an Elvis spot. That, oh. that one wasn't too crazy, but... So give me a crazy story <laughs> that, that, just that, that won't... Them, like, get... I, just, I just found a member of Death no, Heaven. I, 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 I like, saw hey, them like, getting out of their van or whatever, so oh. that was nice. But, Tell uh, us a story that won't get you in trouble. Have I... Well, I, I don't think there's any way this, get, this will get me in trouble, but have I told you about how I saw a uh, Boosie Badass? Uh, no. Ooh, that's good. Oh, he used to go by Lil Boosie, like very acclaimed uh, New Orleans hip-hop star. He just got out of prison like a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to see him because he just got out, and I'm like, oh, so this will be cool. Uh, so what was I, the venue? It was at uh, Boulevard Nights, like the nightclub. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Uh, that, that was place I, with the crazy board on Southwest Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I was either 18 or 19 during that show. Wow. So long ago. <laughs> so no, but like that, that, that would have made it That's even true. even That's tougher uh, for someone younger than 20. But um, so I saw, like I knew the show was going to be 21 up since it was at the nightclub. So I was like looking at Boosie's uh, Twitter and Instagram that day. I'm like, trying to figure out, like, get in contact with them maybe and try to, like, have them help me get in. Yeah. So I'm looking at his Instagram, and I saw he's he was filming a video in the – like, I re- he didn't post the location, but I recognized the background. He was yeah. filming a video with a Topeka rapper that he had a song with at in the basement of, like, the Union. Oh, yeah. The, the bar the in Westport Phil that is closed. Sign. And – I was like, hey, I know, I know where that is. So I drove my car over to the Union and I hopped out. And he's like, as I get there, he's getting into like an SUV and like all of his homies are outside. And so I walk up to one of them and I'm like, hey, uh, 
can I have any help getting into the show tonight? I want to take some pictures and write about the show. And he's uh, like, uh, yeah, meet us at the hotel down the street, the like the 816 yeah. hotel. And just, yeah, meet us there, and we'll, we'll go from there. I'm like, oh, cool. So I, I walk down there. I'm sitting in the lobby for like an hour. And he's thinking, crazy kid ain't going to come. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. He probably just wanted me to get off his back. Yeah. But I, I sit in the lobby for an hour, and then they all show up eventually. And I'm like, hey, what's up? Are we go- we're going to the show, right? And, he, and he's just like, yeah, I guess so. It's just follow us to the to the club. So I follow them there. I, I parked my car. I can't imagine this picture. And they, they all hop out. And I just kind of roll. Like, it was probably like 10 of us, like him, like his manager, his merch guy, and, and all that. And a flume of smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. And we just kind of roll in as an entourage. And I, no, nobody questions me. Like, what is this, like... 18 year old white kid doing like no nobody asked so i sat around there uh we probably got there at like 10 or something and maybe 11 and the sh- he didn't go on until 1 or 2 a.m so i was sitting around in the back just hanging out with the merch guy <laughs> and at one point the merch guy leaves he's like hey i'm go- trying to go get some food watch the merch i'm like okay yeah like nobody was really buying like they didn't bring that much yeah. so i'm like okay cool so he goes comes back after half an hour he has like a box of like 40 like hot wings from Domino's and he just pops it open at the merch table and we're hanging out eating the hot wings having a great time Boosie goes on at like 1am half an hour show pretty solid had a fun time and I'm driving home and like this is when my parents were like still like you need to get home on time and I was getting home at like 2am so I was speeding and I got a speeding ticket uh. And that was my night, but I had a lot of fun. <laughs> That's a good night. Yeah. Um, if you're just tuning in, we're joined this week by Aaron Rhodes of the blog and podcast Shuttlecock Music Magazine. Um, and and we've been talking about, I've been talking about your youthfulness. And you are 20, but you do kind of look 16, well, and uh, which makes it even better. Because when I would see what shows, I'd be like, who is that kid? You got a camera? And you're working hard up there, working for that shot, and uh, it's always been admirable. I'm, 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 I'm your biggest fan. I probably next year, your own parents. Um, but he's been in, he's been joining us, talking about his showcase that he's hosting at Mills on Friday, August fourth. And I've been asking him perhaps preposterous questions. No, not at all. Um, we should probably get to maybe one more and then and start to work you out of here. As at 20 years old, do you have a short bucket list of acts that you want to see before? Before you stop hustling shows, uh, and I'm yeah. not talking little guys. I'm talking like you know some some dream kind of stuff. I would like the. I think the artist I'd like to see most at this point is Frank Ocean because like he's just like illustrious and like kind of like impossible in, impossible to yeah. catch. Like he, he pl- just played like his first U.S. show all year at like. Uh, that festival in Texas, I See, think. That Brad Pitt thing happened. Yeah, Brad Pitt showed what up. Is that? That, was, that was crazy. So, uh, yeah, it's, that it's was... on Pitchfork if you want to read about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good answer. Frank Ocean, that's a good one. He yeah. doesn't tour ever. And yeah. Um, anybody else? Um, I'm sure there's plenty of people. I, I do want to see Gucci when he comes back. That'll be a, with a Kendrick big... Lamar. Yeah. No, he's no, he's playing with the weekend. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah weekend. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I can't really think of any other. Who's on your next podcast? Um, I actually 
I'm kind of like I'm not sure who is next week actually because I'm just kind of in between still booking working it right on now. it. Yeah, that's a fine answer. I'm usually still working on it till <laughs> Sunday night. Uh, tell people at home again where they can read about your blog and podcast uh, at Shuttlecock Music Magazine. Yeah, it's uh, shuttlecockmusic.com and at shuttlecockmag on social media, and the podcast is on YouTube and iTunes. Cool. Thanks for hanging out with us. You want to hang out for the rest of the show? Uh, yeah, I'll kick it with you. Cool. Um, we're going to play music, uh, some some new music from some new bands that I've never heard of. Um, I got a really interesting email from a musician in a band named Fathers. And the, he sent me two songs, and I really liked them. And their influences are Sephiroth Stevens, Sigurus, Fleet Foxes, Appleseed Cast, Old Canes, Life and Times. It's like some of my <laughs> it's favorite like, everything. definitely Chris Aguirre. And so I, I replied to the kid, and I said, I looked at his Facebook page. The band, again, is called Fathers. They have their debut show coming up on first Friday, the 4th, down at a, a salon uh, near YJ's in the Crossroads District. And he sends me the songs, and I really love it. And then I go to their Facebook page, and there's not a, not a detail about who they are, what they are. I don't know anything about them. And I, he asked me to spin the song, and I said, listen, <laughs> I felt like a college professor. I said, if you update your About page on Facebook – to make it look like me like bees Facebook page where every everything every bit of data is filled in I'll play your song it's and then a beautiful song. it is a beautiful song and so he filled it out and we're playing the song for you and I think I'm gonna use this can we come up with a new term instead of uh, in, in the vein of payola uh, for gathering information uh, that'll be the trade like if you put all your information out there as a young new band I know people like me, I'm sure Sarah, I know Tim Finn, the Kansas City Star, appreciate all those little bits of knowledge, uh, anything we can do to learn about you. And tell your story, because that's the yeah. most important part. Again, like we're sitting here talking about it. Fathers, they have their debut gig coming up uh, first Friday. It's at uh, the Silver Screen Salon, which is at 1718 Wyandotte, which is, again, right around uh, YJ's. The song we're going to hear is called Solamente. I love this song. It's a beautiful song. Um, there's some vibraphone on here. There's some trombone, uh, lots of crazy percussion. There's bells. Uh, it's just awesome stuff. But here's music by Fathers. The song is called Solamente. It's been a week, a few without me, but not that. I still can't eat And there's a weight placed on my chest The kind that makes it hard to breathe It's hard to breathe It's hard to breathe It's still alone You're still alone Realization A complicated situation We fell into
brand new music from the fellas in Pink Royal. The song is called Bring It On Back. Brand new music from them. They got a brand new EP coming out on Friday, September 22nd. Big EP release show down at Record Bar at 1520 grand. Also on the band, uh, also on the bill is Hilux, uh, featuring the great Joya Hale. And there's another band on the bill that I didn't write down. Uh, but on September 12th, those guys are going to be joining us here in our studio, playing some music and talking about their brand new record. Awesome. Again, Pink Royal. This, the name of the song was Bring It On Back. Uh, look forward to having them in with us, hanging out on September 12th. If you missed everything up until this point, uh, I encourage you to po- check out the podcast when it's posted later tonight. Uh, we've been joined this week by the young, admirable, the indefatigable Aaron Rhodes of the Shuttlecock Music Magazine podcast and uh, blog. Say hi, Aaron. What's good? Uh, he's got a showcase coming up Friday, August 4th. He's been hanging out with us a little bit. Uh, and now we're playing some morning music uh, by some bands that I don't know. Uh, Adam Scott York is a musician who's emailed me and Sarah a couple times. And uh, it wasn't a matter of, uh, you know, I liked the song the second I heard it. And I was just trying to find a place to play it. And we have time today. So we're playing it today. Adam Scott York. Has also spent some time um, with his voice on this station during Pledge Drive. He loves the station very, very much. Yeah, yeah. And And so he volunteered for a while. From what I gathered on different websites, he's done a lot of music in different projects. It sounds like maybe he came up playing in the church and has a bunch of other projects he likes to play on, and now he's giving the solo thing a go. Yeah. And uh, it is an awesome, uh, it's an awesome song, and I also really like the woman backup singer that's with him. I don't know her name, uh, but I really dig her voice. Uh, they have a show coming up on Saturday, August 5th at the brand new music venue up north of the river called The Rhino, which is popping up everywhere right now. I don't know if you've noticed that, Aaron. Uh, lots of our friends, lots of our uh, new bands in Kansas City are playing up there. It stands for River North. It's just north of the river by the Screenland Armor. Uh, but we're going to hear music from Adam Scott York. The song is called Two Years Away. Catch him up there on Saturday, August 5th.
Brand new music from Adam Scott York. The song is called Tears Away. You can catch him on Saturday, August 5th, up to the Rhino. Brand new, uh, brand new venue just north of the river. Um, we're going to end this week's show with music from, brand new music. I got it yesterday, I think, from <laughs> Nick Siegel. Uh, he plays a, a brand, uh, a blend of, you know, indie pop, indie rock, uh, piano-led, um, which not a lot of people are doing in this city. It's a lot harder to lug a piano around. Uh, as we're seated by this seating by this giant piano in our studio, uh, it's a lot harder to move a piano around than it is a, a guitar, perhaps. Uh, but I really like what he's doing. Uh, this is the second single from his record. Uh, the song is called "Slum by the Sea." The name of the record is called "Awake from the Golden State," and the song we played previously, I believe, was "Santa Monica Pier." That so is there's true. a theme here. Yep. Uh, and uh, I really like what's coming out of Nick Siegel. Nick did some time with the Casket Lottery guys. And uh, he played also with Amy Marcus, who we played here on the show. Uh, he has a record release show coming up on September 1st, again at the Rhino. I guess we're going to keep saying that name. Um, we're going to get to that. River but North. Before that, uh, thank you for coming in, Aaron, of Shuttlecock Music Magazine, podcast, blog, and all things cool. Yeah, thanks for having me. And your showcase again, August 4th at Mills Records. Go to it if you enjoy good music. And check out his stuff. It's all great content. Thank you for doing what you do. Um, as I mentioned earlier, next week we're going to jump into uh, promoters in town. Should be a lot of fun in August. But here it is brand new music from Nick Siegel. The song is called Slum by the Sea. Thanks, everybody. Let's go where it's dirty, dear. Let's dance all night. Let's go where it's dark.
the sea I will give you back to me At the slot by the sea 